Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Hey everyone, it's Sherry Stahl, host of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show. It's Palm Sunday weekend, so we're in full-blown Easter celebration mode, and I'm so excited that you've tuned in for today's episode. In EP60, there are no interview guests. It's just you and me. I'm sharing insights from what God's been speaking to me lately, and I know will encourage your heart this Easter season during the month honoring women's history. I'm praying that God helps me to convey truths from Scripture to help you see the Easter story closer to how it actually happened and how supportive the role of women was to every step in Christ's life. From conception, at birth, towards the cross, in death, at His resurrection, and in spreading the gospel. I'm hoping you take time to download one of the Soul H2O journal pages as our first music pick song of this episode plays, because I think there's a lot of scripture you're going to want to look up after you hear what's burning in my heart. The journal pages can be found on today's show notes at soulh2o.com 60, and they'll help you dive deep into the teaching segment and quench your spiritual thirst. Since this show is not the norm, I'm just going to lead with my Bible study tool and tip. If you follow me on Facebook, you might have heard back in January when I did a Facebook Live talking about how excited I was that I got a brand new Passion Translation Bible. For the past few years, I followed the Bible study tip that my friend Lise shared with me to read the Bible in a different translation each new year. If you are a part of the Soul H2O Splash Galentine's Day event, you already know this Bible study tool and tip that I'm going to share with the radio and podcast audience. I also know that some of you have even started implementing it. So here's my Bible study tool and tip. When I got my brand new Passion Translation Bible, I started highlighting any stories about women with a purple highlighter. This simple Bible study tool has really opened my eyes and heart to see so many of the incredible ways that women are included in Scripture. Sadly, depending on where you've grown up, these stories were kind of downplayed, and it's my goal today to help you see how supportive the role of women was to every step in Christ's life. From conception, at birth, towards the cross, in death, at His resurrection, and in spreading the gospel— Our sisters were there every step of the way. I hope my tip inspires you to grab a purple or maybe even a pink highlighter and start marking up your own Bible to highlight the role of women in the history of God's Word. Because I started with the purple marker, God has really been emphasizing what our four sisters have known. Okay, Slightly off topic here, but when I was writing up this Soul H Show teaching segment, Microsoft Word underlined four sisters like I spelled it wrong. I mean, we've all heard the word forefathers to describe men from history, and when I wrote that word, it actually had me capitalize forefathers. I thought for sure four sisters must be a word, but when I looked it up online, it wasn't a word that's included in any of our dictionaries. I guess I was kind of making it up, or maybe I should say remaking the word since it was used by another Christian woman, Elizabeth Schusler Fiorenza, back in 1984. Anyways, this Soul H2O devotion was inspired during my personal devotions with that purple highlighter. 
God just kept speaking to me this message that you just can't be silent, so much so that I jumped on Instagram Live and shared about it. Growing up, my pastor's wife, Mrs. Connie Shepherd, was a very quiet woman, a little on the reserve side, but when she spoke out in church with a prophetic word, she raised her voice and spoke with power and an authority I have seldom heard. The church would go silent when Mrs. Shepherd spoke. There was a holy hush and an awe that filled the place, and we knew that God was speaking directly to us. I think Mrs. Shepherd was a lot like Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist, when she became pregnant as a woman way past her time for childbearing. Scripture tells us that when her relative, Mary, pregnant with Jesus, came into her house, Elizabeth was filled to overflowing with the Holy Spirit, and with a loud voice, she prophesied with power. As soon as Elizabeth was done this hooting and hollering about what God had done and what he was going to do, Mary follows suit and breaks out into song about the mercy of God and how crazy it is that he would choose her to carry the Christ into the world. In Luke 1.46, it says that Mary sang this song, My soul is ecstatic, overflowing with praises to God. You see, when God does something, you've just got to say or sing something. You can't keep silent. The world may be full of women who just can't keep silent, but the Bible is full of women who just couldn't keep silent about Christ and what he'd done for them. For me personally, that's why I do what I do. And as we look at the women in Christ's life, you can see how they don't keep silent. And I hope it inspires you to open your mouth and share what God has done for you. In EP 55 called Gal Pals, we celebrated Galentine's Day together on air. And during the Soul H2O devotion, I shared about how having gal pals is crucial to you living your happiest, most fulfilled, and purposeful life. I don't believe you can get to the destiny that God has for your life without a posse of women to cheer you on and open doors for you. We need each other. I shared how women have been helping each other to live out their purpose in gal pal packs since Bible days. Growing up, I thought there was only Mary, the mother of Jesus, and Mary Magdalene, who traveled around with Jesus and his disciples. But as I've learned to study the scripture for myself, I realize how the New Testament writers record the stories of Jesus' female disciples. Oh, these girls didn't often get pulpit mentions, but often when you read about Jesus with his 12 main guys, it says this group of women were there with them. Women were key in Jesus' birth, childhood, ministry, death, resurrection, ascension, and the spread of the gospel in our world. It's probably why the Orthodox and Catholic churches have venerated about 41 women as saints. Females are integral to the health and growth of the church. You can read about the impact of the first gal pal pack made in Luke 8, 1 and 3 and listen to episode 55. It tells about how Jesus went out on a ministry tour and how his 12 disciples traveled with him, as did a number of women. Jesus broke all the cultural norms and acceptable practices of a rabbi to include women in his ministry and social circles. Jesus placed value and worth on the women around him. 
Throughout the Gospels, this group of women had some key leaders who were mentioned numerous times. There was Susanna, Joanna, Salome, Mary the mother of James, Mary the mother of Jesus, and Mary from Magdala, or Mary Magdalene, as many call her. Luke 8 verse 3 says, These women and many other women supported Jesus' ministry from their own personal finances and also traveled with him. And so you know, I was quoting scripture there. I'm not just making up something I want to be there. Together, these girls were Jesus' financial and ministry partners. Together, they were powerful. Together, they made a difference. You too can make a difference in this world when you share, like Mary of Magdala did, about all that Christ has done for you. I'm just looking forward to being able to connect with people, to speak with them about issues that are current, and to get their perspective on things, and to kind of bounce ideas around, and then also to hear from those who are listening, because we learn by listening, and I think that's a big part of what I hope the show is about, learning from each other and listening as much as talking. Okay, here we go. Good music, good conversation, good company. Faith Strong Today's Good Company, with me, Holly Taylor, weekdays at 5 p.m. right here on Joy. Nourish your faith with your favorite Bible teachers, connect to your global community, and worship with an uplifting mix of today's top artists however you want. Download the My Joy Radio app right now and never be without your favorite songs, stories, or scriptures ever again. It's free, easy to use, and grants you unlimited access to on-demand programs and podcasts, an in-app Bible, and Joy Radio's 24-hour live stream. Get the My Joy Radio app today in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Okay, I have a really hard time making decisions, but if I have to choose one of my favorite Bible verses, I'll select one that has been a life verse for me since I was a teen, and it's the words of Elizabeth to Mary in Luke 145 when she said, Blessed is she who has believed that what the Lord has said to her will be accomplished. This verse has helped me to hold on to God's promises when life's circumstances were screaming at me that I should give up hope. During Jesus' profound ministry on earth, Mary Magdalene, the Samaritan woman at the well, and so many others spoke out for Christ, and they never backed down. They never stopped believing. They never gave up hope. When times got tough and the adoring crowd on Palm Sunday, who had lined the streets and laid down their palm branches for Jesus to ride over, shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest heaven! When that group had turned on Christ, who was there standing by and supporting Jesus? The women were. Luke said that during Jesus' trial, crucifixion, and death, a large number of people followed Jesus, including women who mourned for him. Matthew and Mark record how there were many women there. Matthew, Mark, and Luke only mention the women disciples at the crucifixion. If you combine the names mentioned in all four Gospels, you can know that there was specifically Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Hoses. 
Mary, the mother of Zebedee's son, Mary, the mother of Jesus, Salome, Jesus' aunt on his mother's side, and Mary, the wife of Clopas, amongst other women. Jesus caringly spoke to the mourning women from the cross, saying, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me. Jesus cared so much about the women in his life. John is the only gospel writer who mentions that he was there, so we can only assume that he was the only male disciple there. In the 19th chapter of his gospel, John records Jesus' only dying request that John would take care of his mother. Sadly, scripture tells how after Judas betrayed Jesus to the authorities, he took his own life. When Peter denied Christ in the courtyards where Jesus was on trial, he then ran away. John is the only disciple mentioned at the crucifixion. We later read of the male and female disciples hiding away in disbelief after Christ's death. But after three days, it's the women again who are there trying to care for Jesus. Because of this, at Christ's resurrection, we hear many of the same names of the women mentioned who were there with him at the cross, along with the addition of Joanna's name. But the gospel writers make it clear that there wasn't just a couple of girls there at the resurrection. It was a group of them again. As soon as all these girls knew Jesus was alive, that he resurrected from the dead, they took off and ran to tell the 11 remaining disciples, hiding away in the house, all that they had seen and shared what Christ had said to them. From this point on in scripture, we see an explosion of women involved in sharing the gospel, preaching, teaching, starting churches, and holding other church leadership roles. But that's for another episode. The women of the Easter story are a great example of strength and faithfulness, supporting Jesus in his life, death, and resurrection, telling others about the goodness of God, and encouraging you to do the same. I want you to know that I'm praying for you. This week, specifically, I'm asking God to break off any timidity so you can speak with boldness about who Christ is and what he's done for you in ways that don't cause others to reject him, but lead them to God's love. I challenge you to share with one person this week something that Christ has done for you. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for episode 60 of the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show. Make sure to check out the show notes for a list of scriptures that I've mentioned or alluded to. There's also a link to the Soul H2O journal pages so you can get to studying the Bible with your purple highlighter. Come back next week as we talk about the hope of resurrection life with my very good friend, Evelyn Wilson. Until then, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O Podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.